So we just finished um, Super Android 13. I'll go first. It's my turn to go first, I think. So I'll go ahead and say it. This is my first S-rank movie. I'm giving this movie S-rank. I love this movie for several reasons. Now, I guess we have to, I have to clarify. If it was a subtitle, I probably wouldn't give it S-rank. But because it's dubbed, I'm giving it S-rank. Because the banter in that southern accent, the vernacular, if you will, just, it's so witty. And Super Android 13, in his base form, is the best movie bad guy we've had, in my opinion. The best movie bad guy. The best overall written He's strong. He's got a cool-looking attack. We've not really seen that style of attack before. And then when he transforms, it just goes to a next level. It, he's really he's really incredible. A couple other things. One thing I noticed is uh, early on, we only got it on, I think, one scene, but Goku is doing his uh, quick instant transmission, and Super Enter 13 is just keeping up with him. He's reacting so fast to it. And then the... Probably because he's right. He, he has the... Patterns programmed in Yeah, him. yeah, because, you know, at this yeah. point. And then the uh, the synchronous Super Saiyan transformations, starting with a good old Vegeta being like, you know what, let's, let's take this up a notch. And Trunks is like, oh, we're doing that now? Okay. And they make short work <laughs> of, of those clowns. But, uh, so that was pretty fun. And I forgot about the last line, you know, the where Piccolo and, and Vegeta are on the iceberg. <laughs> And I forgot, and he goes, and uh, he goes, is it over yet? Is it over? Not till the fish jumps. Fish jumps, and it's like, now it's over. It's over. It's over. <laughs> so, it's, um, that, that, there's a lot of great things that go on in the movie. My one caveat to the whole thing is, you know what, no, 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 no. I, I think it's, a, I think it's kind of funny. We start, or we know we start at the mall. I feel like we might have spent maybe a smidge too long at the mall, but if it, but it's 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 just it maybe just be a smidge, but it's really it's it it's just it, it works out because they show up there, they know they're looking for Goku, um, and it's, everyone does their thing, you know, Roshi and Oolong are being those pervy guys and, um. <laughs> And so, and now, and now, Future Trunks is there, so he feels awkward because that's what he does. Our first DBZ movie with Future Trunks. Right. It's also the first time three Super Saiyans fight one villain. Oh There's yeah! So many great things. Um, also, Goku this time absorbing the Spirit Bomb, getting super powered. Um, which I, you know, it's funny. I think Sean has mentioned this before. Like, why can't we just absorb that power? Um, it's a movie, so it's not really canon, but at the same time, it, it the, the thought is you, you could, I guess you fear you could, but he also goes super sand and you're thinking he's going to throw it a super sand, but he absorbs it. So much going on in this movie. So awesome. I really loved it. Mike, yeah, your Yo, easy S rank. Easy. I mean, I, I agree with everything you said, first of all. Question, though. And, uh, Quick question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Would you agree with me that if it was subtitled, the the Japanese version, we may not give the same rank? If what you're telling me about 
what the Japanese translation, like what they actually say, like that the English dub, like, like that it really did. 14 and 15 don't have any of those lines and stuff they say. They just, like a lot of that is made up in the English dub. Yeah, I think that the fact that 14 and 15 talk as opposed to just being like, Goku, Turunks, like, or whatever they sound like in Japanese. Um, I feel like, yeah, that probably would have slowed things down a lot. And y'all hear me say this every time I have a criticism of a movie, it's because it's too slow. Right. And, and I, I've noticed that, that I'm, I'm big on that. Like pacing is important. This movie was fast. Yeah. And actually it wasn't that long either. Like, uh, I was looking at it when we were at the part where super 13 got Goku in the cavern. We were like 35 minutes in. Oh, so like yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's they are pretty short. Yeah, it's not super long, um, but like yeah, the pacing is I think perfect. Like it starts out slow, casual, cool. We at the mall, we chilling, you know, like like you had said, and then the attack happens and things just go right. They keep building, and of course, uh, uh, Android 13's lines. I mean, yeah, no, I, I I don't know. I probably wouldn't give it an S. If it wasn't for some of those lines, I mean, you got the, uh, <laughs> why bring out the chief if you can't even handle the Indians? <laughs> and you got uh, Piccolo shows up and goes, hey there, mean green. <laughs> and of course, my favorite one, you know, Trunks lectures him about being all programming and he says, war, poverty, segregation, is that what you do with your free will, boy? Don't you lecture me with your $30 haircut. Goku dies. <laughs> <laughs> it's too good. I mean, you can't beat dialogue like that. It's too funny. And I kind of think it's funny that they would throw dollars in, even though we all clearly know that Zenny is the currency <laughs> of the Dragon Ball universe. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Like, yeah, they they sort of Americanized his personality. Um, I also like... So what I really like about this movie is as we go through, animation is getting better as time goes on. And because of that, we get a lot less of the... We don't see anything fights. Like, we just see the... Here and here, and it's just like waves in the air and we get a lot more actual like combat and so in this movie like some of these attacks were brutal like especially 13 beating up on everybody after he transformed like they were getting hit hard and you felt it and that was just one of those like it's one of those moments where you really feel like dang they're in trouble (laughs) like you don't know how they're gonna get out of it um, and it, it's, it's just cool. Like, and yeah, the, the Goku absorbing the spirit bomb is interesting. It's one of those things where Krillin has that little line where he says he's super Saiyan, but still using the spirit bomb. That means he's still pure. So like there, he seems to be sort of narrating this idea that the writers had of like, whatever his motivations for transforming in that particular moment was not anger that we've usually like sort of established is what is the super saiyan transformation. Like, no, he's like in straight up protect the world mode. His intentions are pure. And then 13 says, you don't have enough time to throw that. And I think Goku goes, you right. 
absorbs it. <laughs> so I think that's that's kind of what happened there, and it, it was super cool. It, it kind of seemed to me it's one of the first times in the movies, definitely, but one of the first times we see Goku kind of adapt in real combat. Yeah. Um, which I think is pretty cool when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah, so for me, easy S rank. No question. Dope. Sean. <laughs> what you got, Sean? Um, <clears throat> I have to disagree. I put it at a B. A B? Oh, it's getting B? spicy today on the podcast. Oh and there was, there was times where I was going to put it, thinking about it, where I was going to put it at a high C. And I'll, and I'll talk about it. Okay. I think that there is a, I personally think there's a def, uh, a, a difference between how good a movie is and how entertaining a movie is. I think a lot of people would agree something like the Fast and Furious franchise is super entertaining, but there's no like quality to it because it's like that stuff can't happen. It's a lot of just like, grabbing of entertainment, stuff like that. This movie, I agree with what you guys are saying. Android 13, crazy dialogue, funny as hell. Same thing with 15 a little bit. Um, you got the humor in there. So I think that that part's entertaining. I think though, there's a couple things like they kind of butcher Gohan a little bit. In the previous movie, he's right there, ready to fight, ready to do everything. In this movie, he's kind of on the sidelines. He'll throw a blast here and there. He's not as involved, which shows um, retraction in his character. Well, but consider that the same thing happened in the show. Okay. Yeah, okay, you on. continue, but okay, well, we'll go back. And part and part of the tier ranking system is comparing other movies and whatnot. And I, I kind of think there was a big trade-off once you went to Super 13. Android 13 was a great character because of his dialogue, how unique he was things of that nature. But when you get to Super 13, all of that's out the window, and he's just kind of this mindless monster, which we've seen a lot before, and we're going to see it, in my opinion, be done thousands of times better in the next movie. Somebody who just completely brutalizes the, the, the characters is going to be done in a much better and much more deep fashion in the next movie. Now, if we're not comparing the movies next to each other, I would probably get it closer to an A. But knowing that stuff, because we're watching the movies prior and after, I think there's parts where it kind of loses the mark. It kind of misses the mark there a little bit. So B for me, um, yeah, still a good movie. Just more entertaining, I think, than actual depth. And I mean, these Dragon Ball movies, like for the most part, none of them are really deep or anything like that. But in comparison, I would say B. I still give it an S, but I will say one thing that I could accept as, a, as an argument for not giving it an S. If somebody were to make the argument that the story has been done, they didn't really work too hard in creating a good story. It's Androids by Dr. Giroux. 
that are trying to kill Goku. If you if you're if you want to knock on the originality of the story writing, I can I can accept that knock. I still feel a lot of the combat was great. The the writing the writing itself though of the individual lines was was really good. Yeah, but yeah. writing versus plot. I would say that like the script, hundred percent. You know. Some of the moves and stuff like that, the animation, I'd, I'd say definitely has gotten a lot better, which is... You and, know, and, and you bring up the next movie. I think it was better than Broly. Because, unfortunately, Broly, like, from what I remember, uh, Broly has a lot of one-hits and they're gone. And, like, there there wasn't a lot of, like, actual fighting. And I also remember it being pretty slow. Uh the the one scene where Goku is they're in the crevice and he yeah. hits Goku and he's flying but Goku's bouncing and during each bounce he's still popping four or five shots into him between each bounce that i think and i think it goes right to what mike was saying about the uh, the detail and the fighting and like the brutalization that we got as the movie went on probably my favorite moment in the fight even though Goku was getting his butt kicked that was cool it was cool. And, and I think that as far as... So I, I do agree that it's an appropriate knock to talk about the, the unoriginality of the story. But the reason it will never affect the grade for me is because I'm not looking for that in a Dragon Ball movie. Fair. You know, that is not what I watch these for. I'm looking to see some cool fights. I want to see transformations. I want to see power. I want to see like the things I love about Dragon Ball Z, right? Um, and then, so going back, the thing about Gohan um, is I, I wanted to say, like, consider in the show where Metacooler happened versus where this movie happened. Metacooler happens where the Android Saga has not yet. It's kind of taken place. But it hasn't yet been established that Gohan's about to be useless, right? On Namek, Gohan was a player. He was integral in holding off Frieza, protecting Dende, you know, uh, running from Dodoria, running from Vegeta. Like, Gohan had a role to play. And in the Android Saga, he didn't until he went into the hyperbolic time chamber. And I think that this movie reflects that pretty well. <laughs>